Tell us how you do find yourself in Malta. I come to Malta just four months back and I just have small problem last uh, two, two days back on Monday. And can you tell us what problem did you have in Malta? Yeah, no, I was uh, just living in my house and uh, around six in the morning, I heard that the police were they are breaking the doors and arresting people. And uh, I just opened my door and sit down and I was waiting them because uh, I don't know what why they are arresting people. Because I know I don't uh, I don't do any crime. I don't I don't smoke. I don't sell any drugs. So I don't fight with no one. So I just sit down and I wait them. So they just enter in my house and break my door. They enter my house, push me like a criminal, and I tell them I am not criminal. If you want to arrest me, you can arrest me. You take me to the station, and when we got into the station, you will tell me why you arrest me. Hey, Musa, can you tell us why did you leave Italy to go to Malt? In Italy, I was staying in one camp, and uh, I just leave that camp, so... I come to Malta and I was staying with my friend. Which means the situation in Malta is quite better than the situation in Italy. Yeah, before that's what I think. But now I think uh, Malta is more worse. Musa, would you like to tell us about the incident with the police people uh, early this week? Yeah, the police, they come into my house, push me, and they say... Can we have your documents? I give them all my documents, especially my passport. I give them. And uh, they say, okay, we have to go to station. I say, okay, no problem. And we are going down. There is one policeman who pulls me and I get injured. I think that day they are, uh, they don't say exactly how many people, but I think it's a lot, more than 100 people. And the problem is when you ask the police why you arrest me or why you come bring me into the station, they don't tell you nothing. What they, their answer always is, shut up. If you ask them why I'm here, they tell you, shut up. So they don't want nobody to ask them. Are there many refugees in Valletta, the capital city of Malta, where you actually live? Yeah, there is some Nigerians, some Gambians, uh, some are from Ghana, uh, some are from Algeria, you know, many, many countries. Musa, I will come back to this first question. Can you tell us your journey from Libya to Italy? And what is the reason that led you flew from your home country, Gambia? Um, the journey was, uh, it was not easy, though. Um, from Gambia, uh, there was uh, many family issues that uh, made me to leave the country. And, but I was not thinking to come to Italy. I just left. Gambia to go to Senegal because they are very close. So I was in Senegal for some months, and after I, go, I see people going, so I go with them in Mali. So we continue that my journey. We got to Libya. Um, it was not easy. Uh, plus, everybody know Libya. There is no government, no it's not safe country. So they do what they want to do, and uh, it was really. Hard, but uh, for me, um, I just thank God that uh, it was not, for me, it's a little bit better, not like the other people, because I see some people in prison, like one one year, two years in prison, 
and even the food is problem for them. So for me, I I go to prison though, but not uh, two years or one year some now. But how long? I just How long did you stay in prison in Libya, and for what reason were you in prison? Yeah, I stayed in prison for two months, and uh, there is no reason. Just they, that's the way they do it. They just do what they want. And after that, you tried to cross the Mediterranean Sea to Italy. How was the journey? Yeah, yeah um, from Libya to Italy, um, I was just there for so long. At the riverside, as uh, many people stay. So, and one day, the 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 man who used to uh, give boat to people to go, um, the man see me and he just see me like I'm young and I think that's how he feel. I don't have money, so he just put me with the people who pay the money and I come with them. So, so luckily we come to Italy. Uh, from. Uh, Libya, I take the boat around three, like at night. Yeah, and we are 130, I think 132 in the boat, in the same boat. And uh, we see the risky, like the big boat around uh, six in the afternoon. So we was running whole day in the water. We don't know where to go because the time we are going, we see the... Libya, some some boys from Libya, um, they take, there is one mobile phone we use. They give it to everyone so that when you see or you don't see no one, you can call. So, uh, but some people from Libya, they just take all all those phones from us. So we don't have nothing to do now. Then we are just going and we see the risky boats. And so luckily no one dies. We fare ourselves. Uh... What I can say is uh, all this problem, uh, I think I uh, will have to blame the uh, African leaders because, like, people have to know now all these things don't have to happen because, like, we've seen people dying every day and no one cares, and that's really, really sad. And still now, people are dying and no one cares, and they are human being like everyone. So I think people have to wake up and try to see those things to help because and even Libya right now, things are very hard and still people are there and some people need to go back to their countries and they don't have chance because in Libya, when you, when you enter in Libya, even you don't want to go back to your country, you don't want to come to Europe anymore, it's a problem because if you want to go back to your country, When they see you, they arrest you, you go to prison. When you want to come to Europe, they see you, they arrest you, and you go to prison. So there's no way to to run. So I think they really need to help those people. Musa, thank you.